Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I haven't even upgraded everything to Wi-Fi 6, and now we're talking Wi-Fi 7 already? Is this just companies trying to take advantage of my FOMO and trick me into spending money? Wi-Fi 6 wasn't even that much faster than Wi-Fi 5. What's Wi-Fi 7 going to do for me? Confused? Don't be. Let's help you know a little more about Wi-Fi 7. First of all, a brief bit about the names. You old school types remember 802.11b and 802.11n, etc. Well, with 802.11ax, they named the finished product Wi-Fi 6 in order to make it easier for your average consumer to remember and compare. To that end, they retroactively renamed 802.11ac as Wi-Fi 5. Now, the 802.11 designations still exist, but only during development. Wi-Fi 7 is still officially 802.11BE-EHT. The EHT stands for Extremely High Throughput. It's being drafted, and the expectation is it will become a finalized standard in March 2024. Now, you won't be surprised that the aim is to, say it with me, reduce latency, increase capacity, boost stability and efficiency, and get four times faster than Wi-Fi 6 and 6E. And they're talking somewhere around 30 gigabits per second. A bit about that speed. As any of you who have a Wi-Fi router know, you don't get max theoretical speed from your router at base because you probably don't have an internet connection to match. Most people have less than a gigabit per second internet connection. And sadly, 30 gigabit per second Wi-Fi 7 is not going to magically make your ISP service faster. But even if you were trying to just transfer things around on your own internal network, you still probably wouldn't hit 30 gigabits per second just because of conditions like lag and traffic on your own network. But the nice thing about having a higher theoretical maximum, like 30 gigabits per second, is you got more bandwidth to slice up between the different devices connected to your network. So 30 gigabits per second can be split up among more devices than 9.6 gigabits per second can. So there is an endemic advantage that every Wi-Fi update has that, hey, we can handle a little more allotment per device and we are all putting more devices on our networks. So that's a good thing. Wi-Fi 6 did more to help capacity and latency than speed, but Wi-Fi 7 not only adds a lot more speed, but also a lot more things to combat latency and lag. So the expectation is that unlike Wi-Fi 6, your devices might actually feel a lot faster on Wi-Fi 7. 
Let's talk about some of the ways Wi-Fi 7 will reduce latency lag and congestion to help you actually experience that increased speed. Like Wi-Fi 6, Wi-Fi 7 will offer OFDMA, MooMimo, and Target Wake Time. You can get our Wi-Fi 6 episode for deeper explanations of how those work. Briefly, though, MooMimo lets a router handle eight devices at once in Wi-Fi 6. Wi-Fi 7's MooMimo will be able to handle 16 devices at once. If you're keeping track, you know that's twice the devices. And as a reminder, OFDMA is the one that lets you send to multiple devices in one transmission, kind of like a postal carrier can carry mail to more than one house. In Wi-Fi 7, OFDMA gets something called multiple resource units, or MRUs, which basically further reduce latency and interference. And target wake time is the feature that lets a device plan when to talk to the router, so it doesn't have to waste power keeping its antenna on. Great for sensors. In Wi-Fi 7, restricted target wake time lets the router reserve bandwidth for these kinds of transmissions. Wi-Fi 7 may also get something called puncturing. Basically, that stops interference from blocking as much of a channel by puncturing the channel to accommodate the interference and keeping the rest of the channel usable. Like Wi-Fi 6E, which added a third band, Wi-Fi 7 will operate in three bands, the 2.4 gigahertz band, the 5 gigahertz band, and the 6 gigahertz band. But Wi-Fi 7 will have even wider channels in the 6 gigahertz band. Wi-Fi 6E supports 160 megahertz wide channels. Wi-Fi 7 increases that to 320 megahertz. Basically, that means twice the bandwidth. It's like adding lanes to the highway, so it can carry more data. Now, the 6 gigahertz band is a crowded place. NASA and the U.S. Department of Defense use it to communicate with satellites. A lot of astronomers and weather systems use it too. Luckily, all these legacy uses stay in one place and act fairly predictably. So that means Wi-Fi 7 can use something called Automated Frequency Coordination, or AFC, to avoid conflicts. Wi-Fi 7 will be able to check an online database of pre-existing uses of the 6 gigahertz band and then prevent transmissions that might interfere with those radio telescopes or weather radar or what have you. That allows Wi-Fi 7 to broadcast in that band at a higher power. So previous uses of the 6 gigahertz band had to keep it down so it didn't disturb the neighbors. Wi-Fi 7 knows which direction it can rock out and not bother anyone. Now, Wi-Fi 6E had AFC, but more classes of devices will be able to get AFC certified under Wi-Fi 7. In other words, you won't run into as many phones or tablets or routers that wouldn't be able to get the advantage of 6 gigahertz. When the bands are free, Wi-Fi 7 can broadcast at up to 63 times as much power as it would otherwise in that band, and that means more range and reliability and, of course, better throughput. Wi-Fi 7 will also increase capacity and reduce latency thanks to increased quadrature amplitude modulation, which I am assured is pronounced QAM, even though there's absolutely no U in QAM. I suspect I'm being pranked. Please advise. QAM combines amplitude modulation, like that used in AM radio, and phase modulation. In fact, AM stereo uses a type of QAM. The two signals combine for transmission and then separate at the destination. That lets you pack in more info into one transmission. Wi-Fi 7 has 4,096 QAM, or colloquially we're calling it 4K QAM, 
And that is a standard in Wi-Fi 7. You could have it before, but now you have to have it. Say it with me. 4K QAM. However, as you increase QAM, you need more power to affect the same range. So even though 4096 is a much bigger number than 1024, 4K QAM gets you about 20% peak performance increase over 1024 QAM. Intel expects that to end up being 4.8 times the data rate as Wi-Fi 6. Wi-Fi 7 will also get a boost from something called multi-link operation, or MLO. Up until now, two devices could only connect on a single band. So if your router connected to the laptop, it was on one channel, say 2.4 gigahertz, not 2.4 and 5 gigahertz. That was it, 2.4 gigahertz. MLO can combine the 5 and 6 gigahertz frequencies, so your Wi-Fi 7 router could connect to your laptop on both the 5 and 6 gigahertz bands. That means more data can pass back and forth, but it also means the router has more options and therefore more flexibility to avoid congestion and interference as well. The trick works because the 5 and 6 gigahertz bands are so close and have similar speeds. You can't use the 2.4 gigahertz band with the other two bands because it's slower. Think of it this way. You want to move a huge boat shaped like a duck. I don't know why. You just do. It doesn't fit on one truck. So you put one end of the boat on one truck and the other end on another truck. Both trucks can go the same speed. So you just cruise down the road carrying your duck shaped boat. But if you only had one truck and a wooden cart drawn by a horse, you could still fit the duck shaped boat across both vehicles but the horse would not keep up with the truck, so it wouldn't work. Unless you had 100 duck-sized horses, maybe. Anyway, I digress. You see why the slower 2.4 gigahertz isn't going to be able to use with the 5 and 6 gigahertz. In any case, MLO lets you take advantage of more bands, meaning you can move more data faster and reduce latency. Side note on this, I'm saying 5 and 6 gigahertz bands because that's the most common implementation. It's the one used in the United States. However, some regions have different regulations on the bands. For instance, in China, MLO will work, but on two different channels in the 5 gigahertz band. All right. Wi-Fi 7 is also going to be backwards compatible, but to take advantage of its improvements, you're going to need new devices. That means a Wi-Fi 7 router and, of course, devices that support Wi-Fi 7. And like most 802.11 standards, some companies are trying to be the first to support it even before it's out of the draft phase. Qualcomm has announced Wi-Fi 7 chipset and platforms that promise 33 gigabits per second of quad band connectivity over 16 streams. Broadcom and MediaTek announced their Wi-Fi 7 systems on chips as well. And those are the chips, so once those get pumped out, companies can start making devices that use them. And at first, we'll probably just see a few models of routers and a scattering of devices. I would not expect to see Wi-Fi 7 in mainstream phones and tablets or the majority of routers for a few more years. As with any new standard, I'd probably wait for those flagship devices to start supporting it before you jump on board, unless you have a specific use case or you'd just like to try stuff out. But once we all get Wi-Fi 7, what's it going to mean? 
As I said, it's expected to be almost four times faster than Wi-Fi 6 and 6E, so we're talking around 30 gigabits per second or so. Similar to 5G, one of the promised benefits of Wi-Fi 7 is better support for augmented reality and virtual reality, because those need high throughput and low latency. But one of the most needed and least talked about improvements is capacity. With so many more devices in a home using Wi-Fi, the improvements in reducing congestion and interference will be noticeable, especially in the enterprise and large venues like stadiums. MediaTek even thinks the speed and latency improvements and the tactics to combat interference mean that Wi-Fi 7 will be a credible replacement for Ethernet. And, and we're not talking, oh, my Roku works fine now without Ethernet. We're meaning enterprise companies don't need to pull cable improvement over Ethernet. We'll see, but the specs are there to make it at least a plausible claim. So, Wi-Fi 7 coming in a couple years will be faster and low latency. In other words, I hope you know a little more about Wi-Fi 7. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 